Hi, I'm Nuria. And I'm Harper. And you're listening to TFL Podcast, a podcast where two people from TFL talk about whatever they want because it's our podcast. Yay, very exciting. Um, This is our first podcast. How do you feel, Harper? You know, I'm a little nervous. Um, I've never podcasted ever. I just met you the other day, you know. It's a little bit of a, a big jump, but I'm here for it. Honestly, same. I'm, like, super excited. Okay, for those who are listening and don't know, the minute Harper texted me, I, like, kind of freaked out because I noticed her area code was one of the area codes from where I live. And, yeah, we we basically, like, clicked. We were just like, oh, like, we know, like, the Central Florida struggles. Essentially, like, religious school traumas and all that fun stuff. Yeah, growing up in Orlando and having a very Christian school background, it's a very niche audience. And it's super random that we connected this way because, like, we're both art students. We're both from this very conservative kind of background. So thank you, TFL, for bringing us together. It's no, like, literally. <laughs> now it's like I'm not going to be alone when I have to go back home for the summer for like any breaks because like whenever I am at home, I only hang out with my parents because I disassociated from, from everyone in my high school because they're like racist, homophobic, xenophobic, like amongst many other things. So, you know, it's nice having someone, someone from Tufts like in my hometown. I feel like a lot of people take that for granted because like everyone else I know has like 20 people in their hometown who go to Tufts, and I'm just like, that's not fair. (laughs) Yeah, because most of the people I've met from Tufts are, like, from the Northeast, or it's, like, not Central Florida. Like, if they're from Florida, they're just from the South, like, Miami and everywhere. So you're one of the first people I've met other than one other person I went to high school with who I never talked to. So, David, you're probably never going to listen to this, but (laughs) let's hang out. But you're, like, one of the only (laughs) other people I've met from Orlando. It's, It's crazy. I know it's so exciting oh my gosh yeah and then it's like I always hate having to take flights alone like back home because it's like everyone I know like is always like in a little buddy system or like they have a friend they're flying with and I'm just like alone at the JetBlue gate trying to look for like other students like other tough students like will there be anyone on my flight who knows but I don't know hopefully in the future we could like be like flight buddies or something like that'd be so fun yeah, future travel buddies. I'm totally down for that, literally. Like, that would be great. Because flying here alone, I really don't have a lot of experience flying anywhere alone. So I get on the plane and I'm like, what if something goes wrong? And I get lost in the airport and I fall or something. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Because I've, like, seen, like, my sister has literally tripped, like, running through the airport. And I'm like, I'm going to embarrass myself like this all alone. Like, it's not going to be it. So I'm super excited. Like, travel buddies. Yeah. And, like, okay, I've only flown alone twice in my life. The first time was when they kicked us off of campus last spring. It was just such a rush that, like, I didn't let any anxiety sit in. It was just all, like, adrenaline at that point. But the second time I've flown, like, by myself was... After winter break, I had to fly back to Boston. And, you know, I was really anxious because we're in a pandemic and I had a lot of travel points saved up. I promise I'm not bougie or anything, but I caved in and used my points for like the extra legroom seats on the JetBlue flights. 
And for those who know, it's, like, not that big of a difference, like, price-wise anyways, but for me, I was, I just needed it for my own, like, mental health, because it was, like, if I was so close to people, like, in a sardine pack that close, like, I, I don't know, I was just gonna, like, explode and, like, cry or something, because it was just, like, germs and whatnot. But anyways, um, like, the night before my flight, I checked the little itinerary to see, like, what seats are filled and what are not. Luck would have it, my seat, I was, like, in the second row, but, like, the seat next to me, behind me, and then in front of me were all empty. And I was like, okay, good. Like, I'll have, like, my little, like, space bubble. Like, I'd be able to breathe, have some air, like, not feel super, like, you know, claustrophobic. I get to my gate. The gate is packed. A fight broke out at my gate, actually. Like, there was this, like, woman and man, like, screaming at each other. And, like, another woman is holding back the man or whatever. Um, Security came. But anyways, we move past that. I get onto my flight. And um, I notice every seat is full i sit down on my flight i'm wearing a black turtleneck the one i'm like wearing right now um i'm wearing that and i am sweating so bad oh i would hate that yeah and like the little fan thingies up top weren't working so i was sitting next to two grown men there was grown men behind me and in front of me, so, you know, the whole, like, it was, like, mostly, like, grown people and, like, screaming boogery children on the flight, so it was, like, a really musty flight, like, a really musty one, and it was really warm the entire way, and I was, like, thinking, like, oh, like, maybe when I get in the air, it's gonna, like, cool down, or when I get closer to, like, the northeast, nope. it's gonna cool down, no, it was so hot and musty, and I was, like, I'm gonna faint, like, I don't want to be here, like, that's, that's terrible, like, I, first, for some reason, flights are, like, the scariest thing to me after COVID. Yeah. Because before, like, I would literally sit on a flight next to a stranger. And, like, if they said hi, I'd be like, hey, bestie. <laughs> and we'd have a full-on conversation. But, like, now, being next to someone, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is going to be the worst experience of my life. And, like, I totally feel the pain of flying on a crowded flight. Because last semester, I, like, made the decision to come home for Thanksgiving, like, very last minute so the only flight I could get was on Spirit Airlines on like a Saturday night and it was a packed flight and like what you were saying with boogery children like so many kids on this flight I guess everyone's going to Disney which first of all why is it even open but I was sitting in my seat people all around me the flight was full no empty seats and there was this kid next to me and she was like small like five years old maybe (laughs) and she decided to use me as a leg rest oh. it was like putting her feet up on me I was trying to sleep on me and I was like Mm-mm. and I like just pushed her feet down and I was like not today girl like please do not Ooh. use me as a leg rest oh no yeah but it was a rough one flights like to and from Orlando from any location like doesn't matter where they're always the worst because of the people on the plane like these are people who are Disney adults kids with or kids with a lot of boogers that like to scream and cry on flights. Um, I hate kids. Sorry, sue me, but like I can't stand kids. And I think that's just because of like my experience in flights, like and on airplanes, just like maybe <laughs> hate kids. And it's not their fault that they're like terrified of flying. Cause if I didn't have self control, I'd be screaming and crying too. But like I could at least compress my anxiety <laughs> to an extent. But like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, and so 
even like flying like out of the country like i'd fly back to peru to like visit family the flights are still like really chaotic it doesn't matter like which airlines like if you take the nicest one or like the worst one like you're still gonna have like the same like breed of people and it won't change yeah because out of orlando it's just like people leaving orlando because they came to disney yeah and then when you go to orlando it's like people coming to orlando to go to disney so you've got the disney crowd around you all the time like there's gonna be a kid next to you playing tiktoks <laughs> as loud as they can on the plane yep. while another kid is like crying behind you and like during covid of course there are people with their masks down and oh everyone's God. like looking around like what's going on it's Bro, crazy no when i was at the airport to fly back to boston um this like past january there was an adult family like these are all like grown adults and they seem normal right like and there's chairs around and you know in orlando airport god forbid they block out some seats so like they're social distancing so you know there's like seats available all around them they chose to sit on the floor and eat on the floor and take naps on the floor some with their masks down and not even, like, the mask. It's, like, those rag things you pull over your nose. And I just wanted to scream because the whole gate was, like, filled with people. And they had this whole section, like, a whole corner. And, like, people couldn't sit in those seats because they were all, like, sprawled out there. And it's not like they've been there overnight. Like, they literally, I saw them walk in there. And I was just like, you're fucking kidding me. Like, this is so fucking disgusting. And so, like, I don't know. Like, the whole, like, Orlando airport, especially, like, in a pandemic, is just, like, one big ick. Like, it's so... It's yes, so gross. it literally is. Yeah, those, like, what even are they? It's, like, the thing that goes around your neck and people pull up. Like, that is a very, like, Florida staple. Yeah, it's what the guys with fish in their hands wear. Yes, and it, it's not even a mask. And everyone <laughs> goes in and wears it. Like, literally, I well, I doubt that the people from my high school are wearing masks. But if they were going to, those would be the ones. Like, they don't do anything. It's literally yeah, Florida as a mask. Florida as a mask is just non-existent, really. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. Yeah, it's just like it's so musty. It's so gross. Like I like when people ask me where I'm from, I really have to like sit there and think about it. I'm like, do I tell them I'm from Florida, or do I just tell them straight up like I'm from Peru? Like I don't even include Florida because like I was born in Peru, so I could just easily tell people like, oh, like I'm from Peru. But then you know, someone I know is always gonna be like oh, no, you're from Florida, like, and I'm like, no, don't say that, like, don't tell people I'm from Florida, like, stop, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel that I had, like, the same thing. I always tell people I'm from Florida, but I always am like, I'm from Orlando, but I actually grew up in Winter Park, Mm -hmm. like, I hate, I hated living in Winter Park, it sucked, like, the crowd in Winter Park, most of the crowd is, like, the very, like, go Trump! Yeah, Um, yeah. Jesus 2020, like, literally, I saw so many election signs that said, Jesus 2020, and I was just like, this culture is not for me, so I just say I'm from Orlando. Yeah. I don't even include Winter Park as part of my upbringing, but, like... Bro, now you're in College Park, though. Like, College Park is an upgrade when it comes to those things, because, like, everyone there, like, it's a more, like, accepting community from, like, my experience, aside from, you know, my high school, because that itself is kind of like the little like hell pit of the street like of the area but I think like the majority of College Park is very much like oh like gay pride like we're accepting of everyone we're not like other suburbs in Orlando like like you know they're just like generally like nicer people Um, yeah they definitely are you're kind of lucky right now that you like moved 
I know. I, like, am so grateful that we moved because, like, I really hated it in Winter Park and, like, crazy shit happened to me while I was living at my old house. So, like, now that I've moved to College Park, it's, like, I can take a deep breath and, like, I live with, like, my mom and my sister and my dogs and it's just, like, a very great, like, peaceful existence where you're not gonna see a sign on the street that says, if you're... Wearing a mask, you're a sheep to the government. Trump 2020. Like, I used to see those in my old neighborhood. Like, it was crazy. So, I'm so, like, glad because I really like College Park. And you're so right about, like, Bishop Moore being, like, the part of College Park that's, like, gross. Because Bishop Mm -hmm. Moore and the high school I went to, Trinity, they're, like, the same. Just different fonts. Like, it's the same school. Like, both church schools, like... Both lots of rich kids who, like, are basically only there because their parents send them there and mm-hmm. are paying, like, thousands of dollars for them to get a good education, but they really just waste it. Like, literally same place. Yeah, and, like, not to mention, like, I'm pretty sure Trinity had this, but just, like, the overall, like, discrimination, whether it's, like, racial, like, gender, like, amongst other things, like, homophobia, like, I don't know. It was just, like overall like a very toxic place and it's like a lot of things that I've like grown to accept right now and like learn to love were like heavily stigmatized like throughout like all my years in Catholic school and so I don't know because I think like coming to like Tufts and Boston from like where I came from and I'm sure it's like the same for you like everything was such a big culture shock Mm -hmm. like the first time someone asked me my pronouns I was like oh my god do I look like a man today? Like, I forgot to do my makeup, but do I look that bad? Mm-hmm. And I got, I was just so worried, but then they're like, no, no, like, that's what you do. You ask people their pronouns, like, that's the polite thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like, that's okay. Like, this is really nice. Like, this is a really polite thing. Okay, like, why aren't people doing this, like, everywhere? Like, I was so confused. But then, of course, coming from Catholic school, like, the belief is there's only man and woman. There's nothing else, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. At my old school, literally, like, the church that they were affiliated with was, like, all right, we're going to pray the gay away. So they basically told us, like, we hate you, gay people. Like, there were people on campus who were accepting, but as a whole, like, there was nothing they could do because the board was basically, like, if you're gay, fuck you. And, like, students who were, like, different were, like, way more, like, they were targeted way more and, like, bullied way more. And it was, like, a terrible culture at my school. And, like, they didn't even let us talk about, like, diversity or or inclusion. So we had, like, this one week where there was a club that had, like, diversity and inclusion week. I'm putting it in air quotes because it was, like, (gasps) diversity and inclusion, but don't make the the whiteies mad. So, So they weren't allowed to talk about race, sexuality, or being bullied so i don't so where's the so huh it's just (laughs) just, no yeah what is there to talk about so then (laughs) so then they ended up having an assembly where basically like no words of meaning were said and then of course even though nothing was said all the students were mad because they were like they're doing diversity and inclusion because they're saying we have privilege we don't have privilege we're white and we play lacrosse Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't even get me started on like the, the lacrosse whole, like... boys. Mm-mm. You know, uh, I know they exist no. here too, but in Florida, it's like lacrosse boys on They're steroids. Worse. They're like lacrosse boys with like a hint of. Actually, no. It's like a gallon of frat boy ported plus like a sprinkling of like racism, bigotry, and hatred. 
and that's how you make your perfect Florida lacrosse boy and add like a terrible haircut. No, it's like some misogyny, yeah. some racism, some xenophobia, and you know, just to top it off, the cherry on top, a huge fish in their hand. Yeah, they got the camo shirt they on. They always have a fish in their hand. There's always a fish in the hand. They yes. always are going out on the boat, like, you know, Lake Maitland or whatever, <laughs> Winter Park, like, yeah. out on the boat, like, <laughs> holding their, like, tiny little bass that they caught, and they're like, look at this. Yeah, okay. Their dick is probably, like, way smaller than the bass. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're acting like their dick is the size of the bass. Like, no, sir. Like, you probably are, like, teeny tiny, especially with that kind of energy. Like, like just Yeah, they have out. small like, dick energy, which, like, <laughs> is probably true. And they can say that they yeah. don't, but they do. It's fish boy. Fish boy lacrosse culture. Like, they, I don't know. It's just, like, their energy. They're always, like, this kind of people that would try to be, like, the funny ones in class and be, like, buddy-buddy with the teachers, but the teachers just, like, hate them. Yeah, and I... It's, like, I they're those guys. They literally are exactly like that, and I, like, when I was a junior, I had this amazing teacher, like, shout-out to Mr. Brown, like, best teacher ever. Like, he's the best, and he, like, would not put up with the bullshit that these lacrosse boys were saying because it was, like, an... It was AP US history, so we were, like, doing debates a lot. Like, he really wanted us to do discussions. And so I'm sitting here, like, the most emo person in the school. I'm not even emo, mm-hmm. but, like, for Central Florida, it's, like, you look at me it's and extreme. you're, like, what is she doing? Like, I have a tattoo. I have a lot of eyeliner <laughs> on. Like, I shaved my eyebrows half off. So I would sit in this class and argue with the kids. And they would all be, like, oh, you're just being a snowflake and all this stuff. And my teacher who, like, literally voted, he, like, wanted to vote for Bernie. He's incredible. He would, like, shoot them down and be like, isn't your dad taking advantage of people, like, on the daily and would, like, literally, like, call out these kids? And I was like, you go, Mr. Brown, because these kids are, like, fucking assholes all the time. Yeah. And I literally, okay, when I was a junior in high school, I somehow got, like, so it was prom, and I somehow was, I got a spot on the prom party bus with, like, Ooh. all of the popular kids and then me, because oh. I wasn't, like, popular, but I was pretty, like, well-liked, because I did sports, but I also did theater, and I also was, like, kind of a nerd, so I just fit in with, like, every group, and um, I had some mm. girls who were, like, in the popular like, I had some girlfriends who were, like, in the popular group, so I didn't have plans for prom, so I was like, hey, is there an extra spot on the bus? And they were like, yeah, sure. And I ended up going on this, getting in this group chat for the bus. Like, first thing that happens to me when I get put in this group chat is, we're not talking about prom. The boys are like, Harper, what's your opinion on Trump? Like, they just oh. want to argue with me all the time and act like smart asses. And it's just so annoying. And I was like, I'm not talking about this, it's prom. And then I ended up, like, not spending any of the night with them. Like, I used the bus to get from point A to point B, but (laughs) it was still, like, it was a crazy experience and, like, regrets. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did your school have, like, a big football culture? Yeah, we did. I actually did cheerleading for a couple years, so, like, I got a really good glimpse into it, but it was crazy. Like, the cheerleaders, when I, I was in middle school cheer, so... Mm-hmm. We, for the middle school football team, they would assign the girl cheerleaders, like, a football player, and every single week we had to bring them a goodie bag of, like, candy oh. and stuff, and so, like, one week I just forgot to give it to mine, so I put the candy in my locker and me and my friends were eating it, and I was like, you know what, it's what we deserve, we deserve this Gatorade, okay? 
Yeah. Why, why aren't you getting anything from the football players? What the heck? Yeah, no. Like, every why do you week, have to gift them stuff? Every week we gifted them, and then at the end of the year they would gift us, but, like, I was lucky because I had some... I, I had two football players, and they were, like, their moms were really involved, so they got me some stuff at the end of the year, but, like, there's a lot of kids who, like, didn't care and, like, gave their cheerleader, like, shitty stuff at the end of the year, and I'm like, oh my God. seriously, we went and bought bulk candy to give you goodie bags every week. Like, I used to decorate, like, little paper bags <laughs> for them and, like, write their names on it. Like, why would I even, Aww. why would I put that much effort into giving a man a gift? Honestly, and it's, like, not even a man you're, like close to or have any significance with it's just like okay like this is your your assigned person like give them a gift like you have to give them a gift like that I don't know that's like so shitty and like I don't know if this was like the same thing at Trinity but like at my school every football player had an ego that was like too big and they I think it was ever since like freshman year we won like the state championship so ever since then like every football player was like I'm on like the state championship team despite the fact our team got worse and worse and worse every year and like Something I noticed, which, like, I can't just stop, like, thinking about, and I think it's, like, the most hilarious thing, but every single football player walks the same. Like, they, they walk with, like, their shoulders, like, out, and, like, they try to make their shoulders really big, like, like I don't know if you saw, like, that it's Casey like a waddle. video. Yeah, and they, like, they're, like, they're, like <laughs> bring their shoulders forward when they walk, but, like, they try to stay super straight at the same time, and they puff their chest out. So you just see them walking through the hallways at school, and they have, like, their chest out, and you're just, like, why do they look like they have, like f cup titties like i want to look like i have f cup titties but like they just like stick their chest out and i'm just like what yeah like that's an f cup titty and they take walk up, like, half the hallway because they like they they put like their arms like kind of like out a little bit like they act like they just like worked out when they really just came out of algebra like i like don't understand like the football guy walk <laughs> yeah like i see them like walking down the hall of like the arts hall i'm i know you just came out of your required drawing class like don't act like you're so swole right now <laughs> like you have nothing to be waddling from yeah <laughs> i think it's just like the part where they're like waddling and like sticking out their chest to make it look like they have big titties or something and i'm just <laughs> like like okay like like I, go back to math class like i don't why? know why why do, like, male athletes... I think that's, like, a commonality between, like, a lot of male athletes. Like, they do that thing where they, like, stick their chest out. Like, to who is that attractive to? Like, I saw this, like... And it's, like, muscle dudes, too. Like, weightlifters. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mostly, like, the wrestling and the football guys. I feel like any other sport at my school, all the men were, like, sh- like super scrawny. Yeah. Cross-country. You know, the cross-country yeah. team, like, who even knows what's going on in there? Like, I've heard some crazy stories about cross-country from my school. Like... At my school, like, the cross-country team was, like, culty. Oh? I don't know. The boys only. But, like, I've heard some really weird stories about them. Like, there was this one thing. This isn't that weird. But they would all wear the same shirt in the yearbook. So they <laughs> all looked exactly the same in the yearbook photos. But, like, I've also heard some things are, like, they keep it really under wraps. Like, they all go to this running camp oh. over the summer. And they'll Isn't be, like, the one in North Carolina? Yes! Brevard! And oh they're, like, God. you yes, don't want to know. You don't want to know what happened in Brevard. And I'm, like, you're right, I don't. But I've, like... Girl, everyone fucking goes to Brevard. They're not that secretive. <laughs> all, every cross-country team goes to Brevard, but I don't know. Yeah. I heard this one story. You know, sorry to everyone listening, but I've heard this story. Like, they were... At, I don't feel bad even saying it, but, like... I 
I heard that at this one, they were, like, hanging out as a team, the boys, and they were, like, eating hot dogs, and, like, one of the guys, like, stuck a hot dog up his ass. Oh, my God. This was, like, normal (laughs) for the team. They were like, ha ha, remember this? And I was like, there's a hot dog up this man's ass, and you guys are like, yeah, just cross-country things. It's like... Oh, jeez. I don't know. But then I asked one of my friends, I was like, (laughs) I was like, is that Because they're really touchy, too. I don't know why, but, like, at my old school, all the boys are like, mm. So, I was like, is everyone on the cross-country team, like, a little into everyone else? And my friend was like, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, on the team for the oh whole Oh, my God. Time. So, you know, I don't even oh, know geez. what's going on with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, like, touchiness and, like, male attention, like... How was, like, your dating life in high school? Because for me, I feel like I was the equivalent of that crusty piece of cheese and Diary of a Wimpy Kid, where it's, like, people wouldn't dare even, like, go near me. Like, I don't know. I wasn't horrible. It's just, like, I never, like, found, like, a niche. And also, it's, like, I didn't show up to school to appeal to men. I just showed up because my parents made me go there, despite me asking them to, like, take them take me out of the school and, like, put me in, like, the local, like, public school because, I don't know, they had better academics. I, okay, when it comes to dating, I have, like, basically no experience, especially with men because, like, I didn't really grow up with, like, a big male presence. Like, when I was younger, my dad used to travel a lot, so it was just, like, women for me all the time, and I always played girls' sports and did dance and, like, fully all girls' activities. So I just kind of developed, like, a, "Mm, I don't really want to interact with men. And so I, like... I, I'm bi, but I literally thought I did mm-hmm. not like men. So I came out as a lesbian in high school. And, um, because I, I don't know, I just thought I was, you know, I've, everything's a journey, mm-hmm. it's all discovery. But, yeah. um, I came out as a lesbian in high school and, like, so no men talked to me after that. Uh, they just used me as the token lesbian, like, if they were like, oh, I support LGBT, like, they would come up to me and be like, I support you. And I'd be like, why are you telling oh me this? God. I've, I've had guys come up to me at parties and be like, Harper, I support you. And I'm like, it's 11 Bro. p.m. and we're drunk at somebody's random house and you're going to tell me that you support the LGBT community right now? <laughs> like, that sounds like... That sounds like the most conservative Central Florida thing someone could say to you. It is, and, like... Like, that sounds, like, so believable. Oh, my God. It literally <laughs> I'm is. sure that happened. And, you know, maybe I facilitated that a little bit because, like, I used to go to parties and think it would be such a good idea to go up to, like, random people and be like, are you an ally to the LGBT community? Which I regret <laughs> doing, but, like, <laughs> I would do it sometimes. And everyone would just stand there, like... Harper, what are you on? And I'd just be like, I just want to know. Like, please tell me. Like, so I don't know. Maybe it was like partially my fault that all these men came up to me and were like, yeah, I am an ally to you. (laughs) But they're not an ally to anyone else. Like when they say they're an ally to the LGBT community and they're like a conservative, like basic, they're pretty much homophobic. They're saying they're an ally. Like they don't support gay men. They don't support trans people. Like they don't support like, yeah. They're just doing it for show. They literally are. Like, it was all for show. And there were times, like, in class where we would be talking about, like, LGBT, like, issues. And then um, there would be kids who would, like, look directly at me and be like, I support all communities. 
And I'd be like, why are you saying this like this directly to me in a class discussion? Like, you're so weird. You're so odd. Oh, man, that that's so Central Florida. I mean, I'm sure it happens in other places, but like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then there was also the kids who were like outwardly homophobic and they didn't care like what went on with that. So there's this like, oh, yeah, my school was full of Trumpies. So like the day that Trump got elected, it was like. Trump flies in the parking lot. Like some kid was wearing a Trump shirt. Trump socks. Trump hats everywhere. And like, oh my god, they the school let this happen. And like, keep in mind, they let everyone wave their Trump flags, but they wouldn't let anyone like have a rainbow on campus. So okay, but um, there were like kids who were like blatantly like homophobic. Like, there's this Trump slogan. I don't know if this if you see this outside of like Florida in the South, but it's like LGBT, but it stands for like liquor, guns, beer, Trump. And there were kids. Oh god, my, I've never heard that. But oh my god, there were ew. kids in my high school who had stickers of that on their cars, like on their trucks. You know, Jeez. their Ford, their Ford whatevers, or their Dodge whatevers. <laughs> the F one fifty, the Ford whatever, and the Dodge whatever. Like this is how much I care about you having a truck. Like okay, <laughs> like what are you putting in yeah. your truck? What are you putting in your truck? Your lacrosse stick? Like that could fit in any. Car. They're Yeti coolers. They're Yeti coolers. <laughs> yeah. The Yeti coolers. They're fishing rods. Like. <laughs> Yes. Hopefully no guns. Like, oh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they had one or two in there. Why would it be liquor, guns, and beer? Beer is a liquor. There's, they have that, they have empty (laughs) brains. It's so empty up there. They do. They do. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, this is like, I don't feel any pity for me because I was just like a stupid like high schooler. But the very first, this is like my fault too because I decided to date the first guy that ever liked me. So this was like freshman sophomore year of high school. This was before like right before the whole election happened, before like Trump was really running. I started dating this guy, and then as like the relationship like progressed, um, I started to like he started to become like more open with like his political values. And at the time, I was like still like fifteen. Like I didn't really know politics. I didn't really have any interests. Like I was very like naive, but like I obviously had common sense. And he was like, he I remember he started like becoming more and more open about liking Trump. And I was like, okay, like I'll, I'll look past this. Like I shouldn't focus on politics as a relationship. Um, bad idea. So he was like very manipulative. And he I remember like before the main election he was like if trump doesn't win i'm gonna kill myself like um what yeah and i was like what and he got making fun of hillary like inside like like inside i was just like i can't do this like this is so bad like oh my god like ultimately i broke up with him well he broke up with me because he knew i was gonna break up with him so he decided to do it first like okay congratulations but anyways we ended the relationship like shortly after um but, yeah, and then, yeah, it was just, like, really gross. So, like, moral of the story, don't date the first guy that ever likes you to any people out there. Or, like, don't date the first person that ever likes you. That is, like, my my big error in life unless, because he literally gave me so much trauma. Unless you genuinely like them back and you know that they're not going to betray you with their political and social beliefs, then you can go for yes. it. But that's very rare, yes. I would say. I think, like, the only reason why him and I lasted the whole month because we only dated for like a month <laughs> yeah. was because he had a really cute little yorkie that was it that was it that was like the only reason why i'd go to this house okay the dog when okay florida people have the best dogs yes everyone has the best dog i've ever seen like 
for some reason, everyone has really cute, like, purebred dogs. Like, my dogs, okay, I would say my dogs are the best dogs in the whole world, and they're the <laughs> cutest dogs in the whole world. Same. They're mixed, they're rescues, I love them so much, but, you know, every couple of weeks, there was somebody getting a golden retriever puppy, like, it oh. was, they're so cute, like, everyone in Florida has good dogs, and, like, I just love that. That's so yeah. random, but... Me that's, like, with my three chihuahuas. <laughs> it's, like, the best part. Like, before I had a dog, I would, like, beg my parents to let me, like... There was a farmer's market near my house. I'd beg my parents to oh. let me go just so I could pet the dogs. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love dogs. And, like, all three of my dogs are from Apopka, which is, like, really funny because, like, when we first moved to, like, the U.S., like, when we first moved to Orlando, like, we lived in Sanford, and my dad, he's, like, a native Spanish speaker, so he didn't know any English, so he would take, like, classes at, like, um, Seminole State, like, at night to, like, learn English, and he said one of his classmates, like, had a puppy, and this was, like, I want to say, like, 2005, 2006, and my dad was, like, okay, and then he said he had to drive to Popka to, like, get the dog, and she's still alive, she's, like, 14, she's, like, still going strong, and... Yeah, so, like, all of my dogs, like, know Spanish, because they're all from Apopka. Also, like, we speak Spanish in my house, so it's, like, they know Spanish, but it's, like, I don't know, they're all so cute, and I love how they're all from the same place, because, like, my other two dogs, I got them, like, freshman year of high school, but they came from the same litter, and it was... Oh, so cute. Yes. What I kind of dogs are they? They're all chihuahuas. I promise I did not get them from breeders. It was just, like, people, like, my dad knew who, like, happened to have their chihuahuas have puppies, and so my dad was like, oh, like, we'll take some. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. That explains how your dog is, like, 14 and still going, because don't chihuahuas live, like, forever? Yeah, they live <laughs> long. And no, my They're dog, like- my dog is on some crack, because one year, I think it was maybe, like, 2009, 2008, on Halloween, like, my neighborhood, like, at the time I lived in Longwood, so there was, like, you know, more residential, like, neighborhoods where you, like, walk around and, like, do shit and, like, trick-or-treat. So I had this huge bag of Halloween candy, right, filled to the top, the biggest bag of candy you'll ever imagine. I left it on a chair, like, next to the kitchen, and I went out for the day with my mom. No one was home. I didn't think the dog would, like, even touch it. Like, so I just, like, left it there, and it was, like, propped up and everything. I come home. The bag is ripped on the floor. No. Wrappers everywhere. There's <gasps> chocolates, candies, everything. My little dog at the time, my five-pound dog, ate through all the candy that was in there. No. And she was perfectly fine. We never took her to the vet to, like, get her stomach pumped because we could not afford it. We were, like, kind of broke. So we were just like, okay, like, fingers crossed she gets through this. But she ended up being fine. And this dog has a stomach of steel because I hear about people who have to put, like, their dogs on special diets because, like, they poop a lot or whatever. And my dog literally will eat anything. Like, she's gotten into packs of gum like I've had relatives visit and like unintentionally leave like their bags unattended and she would eat like packs of gum she would eat chocolates like we'd go to like the lit chocolate store okay my dog is like that too my dog I have two dogs my newer dog Chloe she will also eat anything like I have a very similar story like my mom left a bag of like a bunch of chocolate candies on the floor gone she ate them stomach of steel (laughs) but like she also eats like random she used to eat like random stuff like like I think once we had like water balloons or something and like she would like eat the pieces of the water balloon like when they (laughs) popped or like she 
like once I left a chapstick on the floor, like it, I must have fallen, it must have fallen, and I go over like a couple, like an hour later, and my dog is chewing on my chapstick, like licking the oh. chapstick out of the container, and I'm like, what are you oh, doing? God. This It was like <laughs> literally like lemongrass mint flavored chapstick, and she's like, this is such a good snack, like what? Wait, do your dogs eat grass? Because mine do, yes, and then they throw up. one of mine up. does. One of mine does, and she throws up. Like, I'm pretty sure she's allergic, but, like, I won't hold it against her because she's perfect yeah. and amazing, but yes, <laughs> she does my, that. My dogs will eat candy. They will eat human food. They will eat anything and be fine, but the minute they eat grass, they're it's, throwing it's a, up. It's, I don't know why grass does that to them, but this is the exact same with my dogs. Like, yeah, my dog like, will stop. We'll be on a walk, like, walking full speed, like, I'll even speed walk. I'll I'll speed walk with them because my dogs get distracted super fast. So they'll like go off and smell something. So I'll literally be speed walking and all of a sudden there's like a jolt and it's because my arm's being pulled because my dog just like stopped to have a little snack of like a weed <laughs> on the side of the street. Like why yeah. do you do that? It's like, I don't know like why like my dog is like so attracted to like the grass. Like we don't put pesticides or anything in it. So it's like not poisonous in that way. But it's like, I guess they just, it is like the same grass that they like, and pooins. I don't know why they're so attracted to eating it. And oh, oh my god, my dogs will eat each other's shit. Oh it is god. so bad. And then my mom, like, whenever we catch them doing it, we're like, no, like, don't do it. And like, they know not to. So, like, they are like, oh shit, like, you didn't see me doing that. Like, they try to pretend like they didn't do it, but we're like, no, we saw you. Like, that is so gross. That might be a chew. I don't know. It might be a small dog thing. Cause, like, my dogs are pretty yeah. big. So they don't do like crazy stuff like that all the time but no yeah they definitely get into a lot of weird. trouble yeah like my sister has three australian shepherds and they're all rescues and they're like the sweetest like dogs they're also like super energetic too but yeah they're like not the same as like chihuahuas like like the big dog small dog thing like big dogs are more easily trained and they don't have like as many weird little like quirks as like small dogs because like my dog's are like really weird like they're they're interesting um but yeah but I, I I do want more dogs I want I wanted to get like a rescue Australian shepherd like over winter break and my mom was like really thinking about it because she like saw like on the rescue Facebook group but someone already claimed the dog before we could get to him so I was really sad but eventually I want to get one like I want to get a rescue so bad because they're they're such like precious little animals and I just want to like give them hugs yeah, I definitely want, like, more pets in the future, but I feel like I would not be able to handle a pet until I'm, like, established, like, in Boston, because right now, like, traveling yeah. back and forth, I wouldn't be able to get a pet, but I want to get a cat so bad. Oh, my God. Like, I really, I don't know, at the moment, I'm, like, ferrets are so cute to me. <gasps> yes, I've They're never so held cute. a ferret before, and I've always wanted to. Like, They're I want to like hold a noodles. ferret so bad. They're, like, noodles. They're, like, great, but I don't know if i'll ever get one i also really They're want a cute. snake and oh. everyone's like a snake Ugh, why because like literally everyone i meet is afraid of snakes and i'm like they can be cute though yeah like ball pythons are cute you yeah know? they have cute little faces no, they do. They have such cute little faces, like little noses and like the little yes. eyes. Like they're cute. And like, same thing goes for rats. Okay. I, uh, my friends know me and they know I have like a small obsession with rats because I think they're so cute. And I told my friends, like, if I have to do a senior thesis, like, it's going to be all about like the, 
like destigmatization. I don't know if that's a word of like rats and media and society because they have such a bad reputation. But it's like I've never been to New York City, and like my one dream is to go to New York City and see a subway rat. Like I don't care about the shopping. <laughs> I don't care about the food. Well, I mean I do, but like I would be more excited like physically if I saw like a rat carrying a slice of pizza like across the subway i would freak out i would get so excited but like you go to <laughs> you the, go to the, manhattan just to look at the rats <laughs> no dead ass i might actually do that because it's like they're so fascinating and they're they're like i hear just like so many stories about like new york rats and i just want to see one in person i just want to like see it and like i've always wondered like has anyone tried to like capture a subway rat and like try to domesticate it because everyone tells me, like, oh, no, subway rats are, like, bigger and, like, grosser than, like, regular, like, rats elsewhere. And I'm like, hmm. But has anyone tried to keep one, you know, give it its vaccination so it doesn't have rabies and whatnot and, like, try to domesticate it? Like, make it as a pet, like, a therapy animal? Like Senior I, thesis! Senior thesis! Literally! <laughs> and I'm, like, always thinking about that. I'm like, could someone do that? Could I do that? I mean, I don't know. I probably wouldn't get a subway rat. But, like, I don't know. I've I think- heard... What? I've heard that rats make, like, great pets. But yeah, I feel no, like... they do. But I don't know if that... I don't know. I'm, are subway rats too far gone for you that's to what, change them? That's what I am, like, curious about. Because subway rats have really evolved, in, from what I've heard, into, like, their own, like, subspecies of rat. And uh, I'm just... I don't know. I just... I just want to see a rat. I want to hold a rat. I don't care if it's a subway rat. I mean, I would because I feel like that would be kind of unsanitary for many reasons. But, like, a clean rat. I want to hold a clean, like, cute little rat because they are cute. You look at their little faces. You look at their little teeth. Their little teeth are so funny. Like, I don't know. They are cute. And can't aren't they, like, really easily easy to train? Yeah. No, apparently rats are super smart. Like, I've known people who've had rats as pets and they're, like... They actually feel emotion and they actually, like, are more, like, aware than, like, hamsters and gerbils and stuff are. Like, they, they're, they're really smart. And so, I, I would really want to, like, be interested in having, like, a therapy rat. Like, I think that would be so cute. And, like, oh my god, imagine, like, crocheting, like, little outfits (gasps) for a rat. Oh my god, little rat hats and, like, rat sweaters. That would be so cute. Oh my god. Yes, and, like, okay, like, I promise I'm not obsessed, but I, I make rat earrings, like. <laughs> I love that. Like, I honestly love that so much. <laughs> and, like, Alex, I know, like, recently got a pair for me, so, like, Alex, if you ever want to sport them, like, go for it. Um, But, yeah, like, I do wear them sometimes. Oh, my God, no, one time, oh, funny story. So, I had, like, a really big crush on this guy last semester, and, like, nothing happened between us because, like, he wasn't ready for anything, but I was just, like, super lonely and sad, so nothing happened. And I still kind of have a crush on him. And fast forward to, like, this semester, I'm at Duick with one of my friends, and I was wearing, like, my rat earrings that I made. And I was like, oh, I'm be so quirky in class wearing rat earrings, but first let me go grab lunch at Duick. So I was with my friend, and we, ha- we were standing there waiting because my friend's food was, like, really delayed, so we were just, like, waiting around for a little bit. And then someone starts talking to me, and I realize it's this guy who, like, I still have a crush on. And I was like, oh, my God. And we were having, like, small talk. And it was, like, the first time I've talked to him since last, like, October, November, really. And 
the whole time in my brain I'm like please god don't let him notice my rat earrings like this is so embarrassing like I was like I was so happy to like talk to him and see him and actually have him acknowledge my presence first but like at the same time I was like holy shit like I just saw him and I was wearing my motherfucking rat earrings out of all the earrings I own or make I was wearing the rat ones and all my friends were like oh no like don't worry like the earrings are really cool and I'm like he's literally like not an artsy person at all like he's an athlete and like studies engineering like I don't know if he would understand <laughs> like yeah the rat sometimes thing. I Sometimes I, like, make a fashion choice and I'm like, are they going to get this? Because there's so Yo, many yeah, people on yeah. campus who I'm like, because I also have, like, a, a bunch of weird earrings. Like, I haven't, I didn't bring a lot of them here, but I have, like, earrings that have, like, little Pegasus, like, horses Ooh. on them. And, like, oh, I just so wear cute. a lot of, like, super sparkly, like, crazy jewelry. And I'm like, are people yeah. going to like this? Or are oh, they just going to think I'm weird? <laughs> No, I, I would, like, see you across campus, I'd be like, yes, Harper, yes, like, sport that shit, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, like, pretty noticeable on campus, I would say. Definitely last semester, though, literally, I had blue hair, so everyone was, like, Harper with the blue hair. <laughs> so it was, like, my whole thing, like, was that I had blue hair, so this semester, I was like, I need a change. But now I'm like, oh, I have this boring hair color. I got to make up for it with the earrings. So, like, I will take a pair <laughs> of rat earrings wherever you got them. Like, I want oh some. <laughs> I'll make you a pair. No, I literally sculpt the little rats from clay, and I, like, bake them and glaze them and, like, assemble the little hardware for them. It's really fun. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Like, you're so talented. Like, oh. amazing. <laughs> oh. Have you, you ever, like... Wait, have... This is kind of related, but not really. Have you ever heard of that thing where it's, like, you're either a mouse or a rat? Yes. Yes. Full on, I'm a rat. Like, I, I, I think feel like I'm I a mouse. Them. I feel... I, I think I'm a mouse. I feel like look-wise, I'm a mouse, but like personality-wise, I'm a rat because I love to eat. I love food and like rats and like the connotation with pizza. Like, I'm just like, ah, like I I share the same like brain waves with them. Like when (laughs) it comes to that, like you will see me like, like you will see me like running into my kitchen at like 12 a.m. just to grab food. And I just feel like a little rat running to the kitchen and like running back to my room to hide. Like, I don't know. You're like like, scampering. yeah, yeah, I feel like I have rat energy in that way. Like, physically, I'm a mouse, but personality, I'm a rat. I think I'm definitely a mouse. Like, I don't know. Everybody says I have mouse energy, but I don't know because <laughs> it's really hard to tell because I'm really bad at, like, judging myself in that way, but I don't think I'm a rat. Like, I feel like I'm not enough of a rat, so by that judgment, I'm, I must be a mouse. Yeah, I can see that. I can see, like, mouse energy. Also, like, people in my household, like, we had, like, a poll, like, a couple months ago. It's like, are you a worm or are you a rat? Like, they put, like, worm into the equation, and I was like, oh, like, I'm still a rat. If I was, okay, picking between worm and rat, I think I'd be a rat. Yeah. As well. Did anybody pick worm? Yeah, no, like, half the people picked worm, but I feel like... I'm too anxious to be a worm. I feel like worms are just, like, kind of chilling through life, kind of going at it. Like, they don't care if they get stepped on. But, like, rats are kind of just, like, everywhere at one yeah, place, no. and they're, like, very, I'm like, also, skittish. I'm also too anxious to be a worm. Yeah, because worms are so chill. Like, all they do is, like, dig around and, like, wiggle. <laughs> all they rats do is have, exist. Rats have a lot going on, okay? They have to deal with the yeah. hustle and bustle of life, and I feel like I relate to that much more than a, a little earthworm or something. Oh, yeah. 
oh my gosh going back to like the whole like style and feeling like super like I don't know like self-conscious on this campus like uh I just I'm like starting to think about it I brought so many outfits and had so many outfits planned to like wear here but it's like I am so scared like I think you should just know. go for it should I or wear no. them to studio and I will compliment yes. you Oh my god, no, next year, given that, like, the SMFA is open and, like, studio classes are in person, you will be blown away by the style and, like, fashion choices you see because it is not, like, how it is here. Like, you see people at SMFA with, like, full face makeup, but not, like, normal makeup, right? They do, like, almost, like, face paint, but, like, very artistically and, like, beautifully done. Like, people have, like, like half the people there have mullets. Like, I have a mullet, but it's, like, grown out and basically, like, I have a I don't mullet! Know. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a mullet right now, and I do crazy makeup, like, but literally, I feel like I'm, like, my makeup's not that crazy right now, and I wish I was, like, that girl who did crazy, because I do, like, a lot of eyeliner, like, and I do, like, I want to do that, underneath eyeliner as well, and, like, some days I branch out and do, like, crazy colors, but I just want to go for it and wear, like, purple blush. See, I bought, like, a bunch of, like, colorful, like, eyeliner, like, little pots, and I, like, treated myself for Christmas, because I always wanted colorful eyeliner, but it's now, now, like, I haven't worn it once, but I just don't have the balls. I'm scared to leave my house, and that some girl wearing Lululemon and, like, a North Face jacket will look at me and judge me, and I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't think like that, but... You just I, have to go for it. Like, I wore... so scary! <laughs> you have like, to do it, me. because, like... Honestly, I was the same way. Most of the time I was in high school, I was like, if I wear makeup to school, everyone's going to think I'm crazy. They're going to think I'm weird. And then I was just like, fuck it. And I started wearing like lashes to high school. I was the only person in my whole high school who like did crazy makeup. And so my school wouldn't allow that. My everyone in my high school was like, wow, love it. And they like were so cool about it. Like I did not expect that. So I think you should just go for it. Like I wore black lipstick for the first time the other day and yeah only Ooh. like four people saw it because covid i have my mask yeah. on and i only saw like four people but you know they thought it looked good which yeah. gave me a little confidence boost yeah oh my god that's true oh. yeah i don't know i feel like i'm just like so scared i always like wanted to text my friends and be like hey like can we go out into the city and just look super extra and they're always like i'm busy and i'm like uh Cause, like, I'll I go know. into the city with you yes, literally any yes, day. Please. Oh, my Let's God. Let's do it. Honestly, I would be so down because I just have, like, outfits where I feel so insecure wearing them here. Like, I have this one dress that I thrifted, like, last semester when I went to Cape Cod. And it's, like, a 19, like, 70s, like, vintage, like, some designer that was famous. And I don't even know what it is. It's, like, not special. I don't know. But it was, like, I got it for, like, $30, which is, like, expensive for thrifting. But it was, like, a fancy-ass consignment store. And it was, like, a very pretty dress. And then I have, like, this purple, like, faux fur coat I got off of Depop. And I just, like, want to wear it and, like, prance around the city and kind of feel, like, hot shit. I want to, and, like, I need to see this fit in person. We're, oh we have God. to do it now. Making plans yes. on the TFL podcast. Heck yeah. Like, if anybody oh else wants to wear a fit and join, it's been 53 minutes, but yes. if yeah. you want to come join still us. here, like, hit us up, like... Like hit us up. My Instagram is Harper Wilcox. It'll be in the Instagram of TFL. Yeah. So Yeah, like hit her up, hit me up too. My username is like my full name, and you'll find that on the 
podcast Instagram. Like, I'm not going to spell it out. Y'all will get lost. But find it on there. Hit us up. Be like, hey, like, let's have a night in the city where we dress up super extra. Like, not, I mean, yeah, no, like, super extra. Like, no limitations. Like, just go all out and just, like, go wild in the city. Even if, like, we don't do anything in the city. Even if we just, like, walk around the streets. Like, I just want, like attention from strangers I want people to look at us and be like wow like I wish mm-hmm. we were as cool as them I wish we were as fun as them like I want to be friends with yeah. them like wow yeah I want to have a mullet and wear a purple coat yeah <laughs> that's what and I like- want too <laughs> and like fun ass makeup like I don't know I feel like I'm just really missing that because whenever like I ask people like hey like let's go into the city like let's do fun shit they're like no like I have stuff to do which is fair like, I always have stuff to do, too, but even when it's, like, off, like, time of semester when, like, stuff kind of dies down, like, after exams, like, I feel like people are just, like, no, like, I just want to watch movies, like, I don't want to leave, and I'm just, like, come on, like, we're young, like, this is, like, like, apparently, yeah, we're young. from what I've heard, like, the early 20s, like, the age group we're in now is, like, the hottest you'll ever be, which might not be true for some people, but this is, like, when you physically, like, look your best, Like, your skin Mm -hmm. is, like, clear, like, no wrinkles, no gray hairs. I mean, I have a couple gray hairs because of stress, but besides that, like, this is when we're supposed to be at our prime, and I always have to keep reminding myself that I'm, like, I have to take advantage of it. Like, we're in a fucking pandemic, and I'm going to be responsible, but I'm still going to, like, like, you know, make the most of it, because in 10, 20, 30 years, I'm going to be trying to get Botox to fill up, like, forehead wrinkles and stuff, and I'm be like, damn, I should have really, like, used, like, my looks to my ability when I was, like, 20, like... So, yeah. I'm just trying I've to, like, do as much as I can. I've heard we've got until we're 28, and then it starts going downhill from there. So, you know, we gotta enjoy oh. it while we have it. Yeah, and, like, we like we can't let a pandemic get in the way, but also we have to be responsible. So, like, obviously, like, I'm not gonna go to clubs, I'm not gonna go to parties. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everyone come back home. But, um... Yeah, Florida people. Yeah. I know none of you are listening to this, but <laughs> I'll subliminally tell you anyways. Don't go to parties, you fools. No, literally, like, ugh, everyone from Florida, like, I just see all the Snap stories, and I'm like, stop it, like, stop, like, I hope yeah. none of you get COVID, but at the same time, I hope you do so you learn your lesson, like, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't wish COVID on anyone, like, in all honesty, but I'm just, like, they, like, someone teach them a lesson, like, someone tell them, like, what's gonna make them realize, like, that this is bad, like, I don't yeah. know, they have, like, pea-sized brains. yeah. Lots of pea-sized brains there. Yeah. Yeah, very, very small. Small dick energy. Yeah, well, if anyone wants to complain about Florida people as well, we're here for that. (laughs) You know, I'm always here to slander some some Trumpies who have small dick energy and are orange on Instagram. So I'm always down for that. Yes. 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 But... I love slander, Florida slander. (laughs) Yeah, Florida slander. Hashtag Florida slander. Let's make it a trend. Honestly, yeah, whenever people criticize Florida in front of me, I'm just like, yeah, no, I agree with you, 100%. It's it's total shit. Yeah, I'll I'll give some of my opinion. I'll give some of my opinion, and they'll be like, well, you're from Florida, so I don't know how much that means. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Yeah. yeah the the florida the floridaness that's yeah mm-hmm. it's that. a very very unique place yeah 
So if anyone's listened up until now, it's almost been like an hour, um, hit us up. Like, we want to be friends with whoever, like, listened to us this far. Like, come join us in our excursions into the city and whatnot. Yeah, um, come be besties with us. Yes. Yes, this will be so fun. Uh, yeah. Any, any final thoughts? Um, honestly... Yeah, I just had a great a great time talking about <laughs> random stuff. You know, we talked about rats, dogs, <laughs> Florida airplanes. This is going to be a really interesting title for this podcast. What are they even going to name it? Like, I don't know. Rats, uh, religious school <laughs> trauma. Um, rats, religious school trauma, and that's another word that starts with R. Um. Hmm. Radical change? I don't know. That that's a little extreme. I don't know. Not radical. We change. talked about relationships a little bit. Rats, relationships, and religious school trauma. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah. There you go, Alex. Have fun with that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Thank you. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Hit us up. Thank you, TFL, for bringing us together. <laughs> Yes, thank you, TFL. We very much appreciate it. But yeah. All right. Goodbye, podcast. (laughs) Goodbye, podcast.